Um, all right. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. <laughs> you're not, you're allowed to cough because we're not face-to-face, I guess. We're reunited. Oh, yeah. Reunited and it feels so good. You feel so close, but yet so far away. I know. How have you been? Good, good. Um, It feels like even though we're close, how am I going to be able to speak to humans in real life? Never When we come again. back. You know, like now I'm used to talking to a screen. It's like, I mean, I could fart and you won't even know. Yeah, you maybe know? I would. Because I can see your face, and if it contorts, I mean, I'll have my my assumptions. True, true. Um, There's so many funny things going on with FaceTiming right now. What's your reality right now? What's happening? How's it different? How is it different? I I slip up a lot as a mom, as far as my language goes. Maybe not a lot, oh, yeah. but uh, it's gotten worse. We were actually talking about that today. I was talking to some of our colleagues, and our like mom filters are terrible. I just I'm swearing like crazy. Yeah. Because they're fighting like crazy. They're either the best of friends or worst of enemies. So it's it's either uh, like I have these moments of appreciation that things are slowing down and I can enjoy, I can enjoy our time together, and then it quickly evaporates when they start screaming at each other. Other than that, what's your record for days in sweatpants or yoga pants, non-jean days? What's your record? Oh, oh, <laughs> like fourteen days for real. <laughs> It would be more like uh, changing from the opera from yesterday. So, like, I just have house clothes on. So right. I never – 14 days. 14 sure. days is your record. That's Because it was two weeks, and then I was like, okay, okay. How are we going to adjust to this? Yeah. You know what's funny is I've gone in waves of panic buying. So initially when our school was like, okay, go home, stay home, I did my first, like, round of panic buying – and then we made it about two weeks, and I was, like, started panicking. Even though I wasn't, like, out of things, I started panicking that I would be out of things. So I yeah. did another round of a little panic buying. Like, not toilet paper. Like, not those things. Things that would go bad, because that's smart. Like, I need bananas! Like, what? Uh, okay. I can make probably ten loaves of banana bread right now with what I... The bananas that have gone bad. My freezers like, oh my are God. full. <laughs> totally full. Um, but I also don't... My reality is... I need to stop baking. Oh, really? You're a baker. I'm a baker. And we pretend we just do it on Fridays, but, like, I just got cookie stuff and cheesecake stuff. I guess that's kind of baking, yeah. And so that's, like, we're doing way more of that because a little bit of me kind of feels like I'm on vacation. <laughs> and, and I eat and drink a lot on vacation, and that is what's changed for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one, of, one of my partners said it's the COVID-19. Like, if we don't all come out of this gaining at least 20 pounds, 19 to be exact, yeah. Um, I'll be surprised. So yeah, e-learning, <laughs> e-learning has started for my kids. And that's been fun. I yeah, I made a little makeshift school in my kitchen and Did you find it easy to do because that's what you do for as a profession or was there a, It's funny like you wear two hats, what do you do? I started strong. I was like easy. Two kids, right? And I can hit them if they don't listen. Like that's easy. <laughs> And then it quickly, like, all the bells and whistles fell off because I got so frustrated that they didn't just get it. Like, they're my kids. So Mm -hmm. there's a sense of, what do you mean you don't know this? How do you not know this? Where students, you just. I thought we were there. Like, now you're showing to me that maybe we're not where I thought we were kind of thing. My students, you're just so much more patient with because it's expected. I don't know what the difference is. I don't know what the difference is. 
I don't know. I still have to digest that. But anyways, yeah, so quickly after a week, my son started crying, told me I was like the meanest teacher ever. Oh, no. (laughs) How'd you take that? I was okay with it because I feel like he's super smart. And so a lot of times he finishes his work quickly and then just like chills or he's allowed to like walk around and help other kids. Well, if it's too easy, then I'm going to make it harder for you because I want you to like, it has to be that like ZPD, right? We got to get right in the zone. And uh, he's not liking that. It's too much work. It's too much work. It's almost like a blessing for those high kids right now, I feel like. With a person like you at home. I mean, a lot of people, I mean, also teachers are at home. But maybe you are pushing him to a point he wasn't able to be pushed because of the realities of a classroom. I don't know. I don't, I'm excited for him right now. Well, no, I, I don't know that I would be. That- Get that state test out right when he goes back. <laughs> He's probably got some trauma that's going to come out of this for me yelling at him. Oh. Like, but he also can work independently, so that's nice, too. When you have a little bit older kids, they can work independently. So I can say to him, go read and then do these questions, and I can work with my first my first grader. So that's good. It's still good. weird. So then e-learning started from our school, and that's weird, too. I've had more fucking... Uh, Zoom meetings than I ever thought I would be possible to have in this amount of time, <laughs> which is always it's weird. Because it's all about communication and, like, unless we see faces, did we really understand we're all on the same page kind of thing. I also kind of think this Zoom thing is, is maybe a little hype. It's like when everyone got on Instagram and you're like, well, I guess I'll get an account too. <laughs> like, we really got to fucking have Zoom right now. <laughs> we... It's nice because you can have, like, 25 people, right, in a meeting. Okay, okay, good. So that's nice. Although, don't tell me that half those people aren't scanning the backgrounds, like, to see who's living where, who looks like crap. Like, it's totally distracting. (laughs) I didn't even think of that. Yeah, you picked the best part of your house. We just talked about this. We're like, okay, if you had to, whatever, which corner of the room would you choose? Would you choose the artwork, the plant? Oh, bullshit. When you got kids, you are hiding. I would, First, I started in the basement, and then it was, I mean, I can't do the kitchen. I tried that. And then you know when someone's yelling at their kid on Zoom because they mute it, and then you see their face, like, all contorted and yelling, and then they, like, unmute, and then they smile. And I know that because I do that. I can hear my children's yeah. footsteps, and I'll mute it, waiting for their little asses to come in and start yelling, or, you know, I want this or, or that, and then I yell at them and on mute but it's a it's a crazy world and I'm getting a little bit of like this um when you have your foot both in parent world and teacher world those lines start to mix a little bit and it feels I don't know complicated yeah I like read something you know there's so much things to read to make us feel better about the situation or worse or whatever and just how like it's totally unnatural on all aspects even if you're a teacher this is not teaching this is not homeschooling this is not being a working mom. This is not being a stay-at-home mom. This is just not what anybody does. <laughs> well, and because of the ease of it, so much is pushed out via technology, right? So I found that with my own children, their school day, if you will, in quotes, is from one website to the next. Because they mm-hmm. they want to level the playing field so that all kids are getting comparable educations right now. And that's nice, uh, but then I realized my kids were on some form of technology for three hours. And then they, of course, wanted to do their own, like, free time their technology. Their own technology, yeah. So, I mean, whatever. Who gives a shit, right? I mean, it's a well, crisis, so right now is that really a problem? 
no. I know. Well, and that brings me to when you said comparable, um, what'd you say, like learning, is that that's what I'm finding is a reality, is that their people are wondering the effectiveness of their districts. There's a, there's, I'm seeing like a little bit of a shift of like, okay, we can do this together to now it's like, wait, what did you send home? Or like, wait, make sure everyone knows that we're trying our best. And there's a little, it's a little hairy. I, like, what do you think the psychology of that is when a, the reactions parents are having, the reactions teachers are having? Why are they, why are we acting in a certain way of like, I got a letter. I got a letter from my superintendent of my kids' district saying that I was not to alter lessons to ensure that all children were receiving the same academic, whatever you want to call it, the same quality, the same lessons. Oh, okay. Wow. And in one regard, you think, oh, well, that makes it feel better because I don't have to be a tryhard. I don't have to be like bedazzling all my lessons. Right. But the same token, it made me a little concerned because then I was a teacher, I started ultimately kind of judging the rigor that was coming out, which is super fucking unfair. I get that. Um, but I, I do also think... Also just a human. I think Our human characteristics are coming out, though. I think that it's so funny. The more, the more feeds that come up about, like, not judging one another, <laughs> we start judging one another. It actually is doing the, having the opposite effect. I don't know. I almost feel like if you keep saying don't eat cookies, don't eat cookies, you're just yes. thinking about fucking cookies. Yes. And so it's like, oh, there's no judgment. There's no judgment. Just if you don't want to do shit with your kids, don't feel bad. Or if you're just hanging on and you want to drink wine for breakfast, like don't feel bad. And, you know, oh, just everybody be... And so for some reason, though, I feel like there's this little bit of air of judgment uh, that happens. Because... 100%. And I'm worried about, like, when... Let's just say... This isn't the reality, really. But, like, May 1st, everybody goes back to work or whatever. It's going to be a crazy transition from, like, this... We weren't judging anybody. No, everything was fine. You worked really hard. It was a really good lesson. Okay, Bye. I totally trust you with what you're doing in your classroom or I totally trust you when your kids go home. It's. I don't even want to think about it. We're not going to get there yet. <laughs> Low. True, true. We're not going to get there yet. We can have this conversation later. We just got to get through the week. Oh my God. So is e-learning. Do you think it's nice uh, that your district is down? Like the kids, your students too, and your actual kids are down with technology. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's been so far so good. I think kids miss teachers. I think they miss schedules. I think they do miss, they miss that structure a little bit. So, so far so good as far as turnout goes in in our neck of the woods. But I do think that everyone's feeling this like heightened sense of, of insecurity. Teachers are are nervous about putting out the right things and parents are nervous about the way it gets delivered. And so when everybody's feeling edgy about their ability, it translates into nerves and then your kids pick up on it and then you're fighting with your kids and then because I see it on both fronts. I see it as yeah. I t- try to teach my own children. And then I see it as like the educator side. Either way, there's there's no doubt about it that there is a diet of anxiety that's out there right now. Yeah. I would say recently I logged back onto Facebook or something. And I like messaged a friend who had messaged me back. I'm like, hey, if I don't ever respond, it's because I took a break. I would recommend everybody take a break from social media. Especially right now. It's funny you say that. I got like, invited. What do we need to know? We need to know what apps are free and what virtual tours there are going on right now. And what 
what children's authors reading books and what uh, illustrators are teaching drawing lessons. Um, so yeah, if we don't, how would we know? Okay, but then I, they, we have to be able to filter out the rest of it because I think like you just said, it's backfiring. Like the more memes we see of, let's call them memes, I guess, or jiffies, giffies, <laughs> what do you call them? <laughs> the worst we'll feel about ourselves or about this whole process. Well, I think anytime you no get, one knows what to do. When you get inundated with that much information, you just, right. and you can't process it fast enough, it automatically makes you feel inadequate. So, like, I got invited to this parent, like, group on the Book of Faces. Initially, when it started, the, like, there, there wasn't as much on the feed. And then it just gets slammed, right? Because then all the homeschool moms are like, I'm a homeschooler, trust me. And then all the educators are like, well, trust yes. me. And then people are trying to sell, like, you know, either music lessons or art lessons or, or whatever. Not sell, but offer. You know, like, everybody wants yeah. to supplement because people want to do. It's a crisis. People want to do. But if I'm just a parent and say I'm an accountant or I'm a whatever, and I'm looking at this feed, I am totally overwhelmed. And so a mom puts up a question, like, does anyone have a recommendation for handwriting or whatever? And yeah. 65, you know, responses. Well, I've been doing How do I even begin to digest that? And how do I know who's full of shit and who's credible? I don't. So it's the same, I'm sure, in any other occupation. When you get that much information that quickly and you don't have any context or schema, how, how are you supposed to be able to filter? I just we just need to be a supports one another, and I think we know that, but it, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a long haul from here. It is so okay. I would say select the time people are tuning into social media because <laughs> if you can't filter it, we gotta filter our time. Um, and then just like take a look at our own insecurities and try not to project them out to people. Is that kind of? Yeah, I, I would say you're never mad about what you think you're mad about. So, for example, if your child, you've been trying to teach them regrouping for 25 minutes and you want to pull your hair out, you think you're mad about your child um, and their inability to do math. But odds are it's something other than that. It's either you're mad about your insecurities of, of teaching uh, yeah. or you're upset that your child is struggling or you're worried that your child isn't up to speed with the rest of their peers, whatever it is, it's never that thing. So my suggestion, take a breath and realize that this is usually something other than the moment. You know, I think we're all scared. And so, and I'm, I'm doing the same thing. I'm by no means saying that I am not behaving in any other way. Is that when I want to bite my kids' heads off, there is part of it that is just me being nervous about what's going on right now. Yeah. And so it's never it's never that moment. So let that moment pass and come back to it, if at all possible, before you say and do things that really aren't healthy for the situation. So take a breath, let that moment lapse, and come back to it. And odds are you'll have a new perspective. And then the last thing my recommendation would be is that we all need schedules. I think that that really jacked me up the first week and a half being home. So I went a little crazy. I went over the top with my schedule because I had to. Um, but I stopped waking up and working out right away. Sounds stupid, but no, I was I used to, to getting up at you? I used to, used to getting at five fifteen every morning and working out. And then I had my certain days that I would whatever. I had my routines. Um, and then I noticed I'd get up later and later. And then it was like, well, I'll work out at lunch. 
And then it just started, it messed with my head. It messed with my head. Even not getting dressed started messing with my yeah. head. So we went back to a schedule. Like, I need my time. And and even though I was crazy about it with my kids and they were not happy with it at first, now they, they know what to expect. So they know when technology is going to be offered for fun. They know when it's expected that breakfast is going to be had, teeth are going to be brushed. I do expect them to put clean underwear on every day. Like, we don't have to get crazy, but put clean underwear on. Yeah. And then making my weekends look different than my weekdays. Especially yeah. when, like, my kids are on spring break, but there's nothing to do. Like, it's not different. Because it just, you start to go nuts. You just start to go nuts. So, I don't know. Make a schedule. Um, breathe. Take time for yourself. As much as your kids need a schedule, you need a schedule. And you must find time for yourself. So yeah. that's my two takeaways. That's what I need to get through this next week. Yes. Um, and I love how you place that fear too. like, know that it's not that. It's not and that. Give it time. We're all, we, we, no one has lived through this before that I know of. Like this kind of, of thing, of this crisis, yes. of this magnitude right now, right here that we're, we're going through. So we don't have anything to anchor it to, to say, oh, it's going to be okay. Like we don't know that. You know, oh, the economy's going to bounce back. We don't know that. Like, we don't know what's next. So we are living from day to day. Everyone is high anxiety. Yes, you see a lot of humanity where people are helping each other out. But I also saw this lady lose her shit at Target because there was a tissue on the, the shelf. See, like, the fear is so real. So she starts berating the, the guy stocking the shelf. Like, you need to remove this tissue. And he's like, doesn't have gloves on or anything. And he's like, okay, okay. Then she's like, wasn't satisfied. It wasn't happening quick enough. She went to another person, started yelling at them. Like, whatever. So I do see it both ways. So we're all kind of driven by fear right now. And, and the best way to deal with that is, is through uh, compassion and love of self, love of self, and love of others. Day at a time. Day at a time. Yes. All right. Well, thank, thank you for connecting. What, yes. what, what shall we talk about next week? Be thinking about that. Something... Leave it in the comments, people. We want to know what to talk about. <laughs> We're going to talk about where to find rubbing alcohol, bleach, Clorox wipes, and toilet paper. <laughs> What's the status update on those? Yeah. My neighbor's like, I work for a toilet paper company, so I'm working a lot of hours. I'm like, oh my God, that's hilarious. I legit ran out of bleach because I had to clean my outside garbage can because I spilled grease in it. I never use bleach. But I'm like, oh, I'm out of bleach. Literally put it on the grocery list, not realizing there's a pandemic apparently, and went to go get it, and there's no bleach. And so I went to another place, and there was no bleach. And I was like, what? And I started to panic. Like, I need bleach. I rarely ever use bleach, but I'm like, oh, right. I must have. I, I found some. I found the last one at a Walgreens. The lady was like, I can't believe you found this. Oh, my. See, okay. I would. Oh, gosh. We're going to update ourselves on that next week. Okay. And I do want to keep referencing fear because I feel like we need to control that as a population. In order to get through this. Yeah. And understanding um, the behaviors that are coming out of our fear. Yes. Because once you know what you're doing is coming from a place of fear, you can address it better than just kind of blindly blaming a situation. Yeah. That's that, until next time. Until next time, my friend. All right. Be well. Wash your hands. Bye.